person of obligation. Quit dying over there! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turch and with me is my co-host, the CEO, and the man that has the most unprofessional professional opinion. It's Kieran. How are you doing today? <laughs> uh, I'm very good and I have to give a public service announcement, a PSA. Oh, well done. The podcast is late, but it's not my fault. It's just the season of obligation. The season of fucking obligation. And, and we have decided that we're really not going to edit <laughs> and we're just going to get it out as soon as, as soon as Turch can possibly get it out. And we're going to get it out tonight. We're going to try our best. We're going to get it out tonight. It may be midnight, <laughs> but it's out. So, there you go. Public service announcement. Season of obligation. We're all having a fucking terrible time. It's pretty shit time of year. <laughs> but I have to tell you about a work Christmas party. Please. Work Christmas parties are a fucking rage. Like oh. a fucking shit show of, of a thing to do. There, okay, so I just want to, I, w- I want to put it into context. There, when Tom, uh, not Tom Gleesner, when, um, who won the Gold Logie this year? Uh, Tommy Little. No. I don't know. <laughs> the bald the ringer. Oh, uh, Gleeson. Yeah, whatever his name. Tom Gleeson, yeah. right? He took the piss out of the Gold Logies. Yeah. Right, for like, a, and led up to it. And then he won the Gold Logie. I think the fact... And then in his acceptance speech, he made some jokes or some daggers. And there were some people who wanted the Gold Logie, because the camera pans to them. And they just had that very stern face of like, you're not funny. Yeah. Right? Like Which is true. Like, you're an asshole. Which is true. He's not funny. No, but he was being a very good asshole. Yes. And it was hilarious. And then it pans over to another comedian or some other people that are sitting there who are just pissing themselves with laughter. Oh, of course, yeah. Because they know that these other people take it seriously and yeah. he's just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's me. I'm the one that's just laughing <laughs> in the corner going, this is fucking hilarious. So, work Christmas party. The drinks are flowing. Good. We have a colleague. And I won't say his name. Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> but he opens up and he's very quiet right and you yeah. just think you wouldn't think anything different and opens up with something along the lines of oh yeah there was this time when I was with my basketball team and when there was cocaine and strippers yeah which was a little bit left field you're like, so far good story <laughs> you're like whoa and I'm like this is hilarious moves on to you know telling us more about how they then got hookers, mm. and they were mainly Chinese hookers because oh, his okay. basketball team gonna... were Chinese. <laughs> okay, I was going to say his basketball team Chinese, but you just said that's very racist to me. But it's a f- approved racism yeah. now because of the accuracy. Right. <laughs> and I won't go. I won't go into too much, but just the way he was telling it, and there was a lot of shocked faces. Yeah. Right, and I'm in the corner <laughs> going, "This is fucking hilarious." And then he goes to one of the colleagues, right? Oh, yeah. You you smell very nice. Well, that's good. And I was like, uh-oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. Uh, it was, he's a very nice person. Well, I've no doubt about it. Very nice person. Uh, also, the, like the... the I, I know that my colleague's here. Yeah. Anyway, wasn't too raunchy, but things were said. And the next day, I thought nothing of it. Next day, I turn up to work very sleep-deprived. Well, that's good. Uh, and the colleagues were talking about it, right? 
Are we live? Oh, I thought I'd just try and live stream some of this All sort right. of stuff. And... Here we go. And... It's checking connection. Yeah. And live th- on Instagram. And they didn't think it was appropriate. I've just bored everyone to death. No, I think Christmas parties are some of the worst parties you can go to. Especially work colleagues. I stayed out till 1am. Well, that's pretty good. I know. Were you drunk though? I was. I was. <laughs> I was. I was very happy. Hey, there you go. There we got Dweezil. But it brings me to another story. You got a story for us. Brings me to another story, and then I've got a rant. Yeah. Right. I had to get one of my uh, good colleagues to text this to me because I, I thought I would forget. Now, with a name like mine, Kieran. Kieran, yeah. Kieran Perkins. You know who's summer. watching? You know who's watching right now? Who's watching? Our friend from uh, Sydney. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck Sydney. Now, <laughs> hey, Sydney has a better carols by... No, Melbourne has a better carols by candlelight. And better air, pol- air quality. And air quality, yes. How, you're probably dying over there. <laughs> Poor you're guy. probably trapped Poor in your guy. house. Poor guy. Anyway, you got a story about Christmas parties. No, uh, oh yeah. Uh, I then got a... Uh, no, I had to get a message... <laughs> Oh, is he telling us to fuck ourselves? Basically. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're getting distracted. We shouldn't do this. This is very unprofessional. Right. I used to be a squad swimmer. Yeah. Right? You know, I used to I used to do I used to be fucking fucking amazing at swimming. I know it doesn't look like now, but I used to be fucking amazing. I trained three times a week. That's that's three, fantastic. Three times a week. I gave up my career in swimming. Do you know why? Uh, your names sound quite similar to other professional Yeah, Kieran Perkins, Ian Thorpe. No, it wasn't that. (laughs) It wasn't that. Because I trained at Wednesday 7.30. Yeah. Right? That's when the new Simpsons was released when I was a a 10-year-old. And I would go to school the next day and miss out on all the fun and what people were talking about the Simpsons. So I gave up my swimming career because of the Simpsons. Is that the story? Yeah, that's the story. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. I remember um, I used to work a part-time job. Hang on. This is a professional podcast. We drink on the job. Absolutely. You can drink with us. We're a half, one, half a beer in. Uh, I used to come home from my part-time job and the Chasers War and everything was, was big at that point in yeah. time. And as soon as the episode was finished for the night, it would be up on the ABC website to download. So I would just download it, which took forever on like 80... What was it? like? Oh, there was no iView then. No iView yeah. then. So it was like downloaded from the website in like 420p. Mm. And then watch it straight away. So the next day when I could come into, work, uh, come into to school and talk about the chasers war and everything if you're watching us live on oh. instagram tell us how bored you are right <laughs> now by that story oh, uh james has asked what's your best stroke i would say you're a cock but that's about <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was gonna say that beat you to it <laughs> uh, right. i i think we'll turn this off now we'll do a we'll quick shot of dweezil this is a very professional so and we'll be back, and we'll be. This episode will be as live as soon as I can get it up, people. That's the important thing. But thank you very much. Woo! Is yes. that is that one of those stories that stay forever? No, that's just just for now. Oh, very good. <coughs> it's on the Instagram. So anyway, this then gets me. I don't know how I've I've got to segue these two, but yeah. now I've got a I've got a rant. Okay. 
I had to catch a bus. Tis the season of obligation. What can I say? <laughs> my car had to go for a service. I had to catch a bus. And they didn't give you a hire car. No, for a service. Well, sometimes they do it. Wasn't in an accident. Yeah, true. Uh, anyway. So, it's a regular service for so the So I had car. to get a bus. Right. In Ballarat. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many people that got on that bus had mental conditions? Everybody. All including- three. Quit dying over there. You, the bus driver, and and Jerry at the back who masturbates. I don't know. There were grunts and sounds. Uh, It was was hilarious. It was hilarious? So you enjoyed that experience? Oh, kill me. It is a terrible experience. Sydney people have buses. They take buses everywhere. I don't get it. I've had to take buses recently because the trains have been replaced for a little bit on the track here. And because it's strictly people catching the train to go to work, Hmm. it is like like catching the train. It's like efficient. Yeah. It's just like... You've got no Jerry at the back masturbating. (coughs) No, it's just full... (coughs) Talking crazy shit. Uh, Talking about how the world's going to end. Changing seats. That's it. Every that's bus stop. <laughs> every bus stop. Every stop, yeah. Mind you, I told you about my friend Jerry on the train who decided to piss off the train. Yeah, you that, did. So I've had both good and bad experiences on public transport recently. <laughs> I don't know what to say either way on that, but that's that's just one of those things that you can't really get away from. No. Kieran, you got an article for us? Uh, I, do, I feel like I've done all the talking here. I know, but sometimes I do all the talking, but we're going to watch a video very uh, soon. All right, all right. And uh, I think we should do that, the talking Is the video going to take up most of the podcast? I think we're going to have a lot of fun. All right, I've got a few articles. Um, Turch, you're a man to know... You are a man who is known to turn up late to everything. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's that's one of my characteristics. It's one of my personality traits, actually. Yep. <laughs> and you always say you turn up within the margin of error. Always, yep. always, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the bell curve with yep. the 50, 66 percentile, all that sort of sort of numbers. Standard stuff. of errors and standard of deviations. Standard deviations, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you always say that you're never late because you turn up within the, the margin of error. No, 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 it's fine, fine, you know. Well, a man has arrived late at his own wedding. Well, you know. Miffed Bride finds herself another groom. Really? <laughs> now, which culture do you think this might happen in? Uh, it'd have to be something... I don't know. It can't be like the Saudi Arabian or something. It can't be like the Middle East. I'm going to go like India or something. Correct. Really? In India. <laughs> wow. Arriving late for That's the... not racist <laughs> for me to say. Another suitor, they're just in line. <laughs> well, because it's an arranged marriage. Yeah. So you can just arrange it for whoever you want for yeah. the day. Arriving late for the wedding proved costly for a groom in the Utah Paradish Binjor as the bride cancelled the match. I don't understand why it's a match. Well, the, Oh, the match. The, the, the parents have matched them. Oh, I read that as like a cricket match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an yeah, idiot. They, they, she, she came out with her pads and helmet. <laughs> he came out with the ready to bowl, him, bowl it down the aisle. That's, but he forgot the ball at home and had to go back and someone else took over. Pretty much. And got married to another man from an, from her neighbourhood instead. Instead of of reaching at the scheduled time of 2pm, the groom and the barat... Barat? I don't know. Anyway. Reach the wedding venue late. One and done, mate. Just read it. In the night. Much to the anger of the bride's family. Ooh. Family-in-law. Wait a minute. The bride's family didn't approve of the 
second choice arranged marriage. No, 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 because he was late, and then they arranged another one. So they were happy with the new. They were happy with the new guy. So obviously, how do you feel? You're a stand-in guy. Yeah, you're, you're a st- you're the stand-in, but now you're fucking you're married for life. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like you know, you, actors have like support actors just in case they get sick or you know they have to do something and, and go away. Like mm. for, for musicals and stuff like that. Yeah. And stand-in people are ready to go. Like, yep, I'm going to be. But usually it's like the famous actor and then they've got a stand-in. And then what stand-in has to learn all the parts, do everything for an opportunity. But this could lead them into bigger and better things. And they're hoping that they're... They're hoping that they're going to... They're hoping they can be the stand-in person. Remember that Seinfeld episode? Well, I think it's... uh, What's her name? Not Meryl Streep, but um, the stand-in episode. Yeah. They're like, oh, they play baseball and the actress got injured, but Jerry's dating her. And they think George did it. And it was a good thing. Yeah. To a degree. This is like... It's like they get your call. Guess what, mate? You're getting married. You were the second choice, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the worst thing. You're the 13th man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> In like know, cricket terms. You know, just... Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's why you have like a, a groomsman, a best man, and then two br- groom. It's just like next one in line. It's like, <laughs> no, one's dead, the next one in line. Yeah. You know? And that's why you always make sure you, the bride mate, bridesmaids are hot. <laughs> mm, mm. So if the bride dies, the next one in line, not too bad looking. That's the trick. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I've been, you know. That's the way I was going to say, I would be your best man, but I'm marrying you. So, you know. That's true. Well, I've got, I've got the best doggo. So best doggo. I, he's pretty good. I would yeah. Oh, you could have best CEO. That is true. Yeah. Which wouldn't be you. Let's put it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you're going to be... You know, I said... To, uh, Jess said to me yesterday, she goes, Oh, it's tough being a CEO. <laughs> and I went, What are you... <laughs> what are you the CEO of? She goes, Oh, my, my dog grooming business. Which I have to say... <laughs> Is a very good dog grooming. Fantastic business. business. I go. I don't think you can call yourself the CEO if you're the sole employee, because technically you're also the janitor. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the CEO. I'm like, what are you the chief executive of? She is the CEO. <laughs> and in fact, why am I talking to you? <laughs> I need to be talking to other CEOs. I'm the CFO. That's the. <laughs> All right, you're and in the CTO. You're in the C-suite. Yeah, that's true. I'm the two. I got. The, the double, you got to do both. That's right. That's right. That's right. There's only one CEO. That's true. But you're replaceable. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Board of directors and, and the shareholders need to vote. That's true. That's we right. don't, well, Dweezil, I think Dweezil's our only board of director at the moment. He's pretty preoccupied with with some stuff. So, so if you think I'm doing a great job as CEO, send us in a review. I wish people, I wish we were live streaming at this point in the time of the thing, but my arm got too tight holding the phone. That was the important. That was uh, one of those things that I just can't do. Kieran, last week we talked about the fat acceptance movement, <laughs> <laughs> which was ooh, what an ordeal! What an ordeal! And the more I think about it, the more ridiculous that episode got. And it was fun, and I really loved it. And I really loved watching a video with you and pausing it and discussing it in it with with a, 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 with, a with me doing some like, some sort of finance, but mostly joke background, and you being a, having a professional opinion as well as doing the jokes. I think it was a good combination. 
of fun stuff. And you don't get that in other podcasts. I don't think so. It's really interesting when I tell Take people. Take that, who are these podcasts? <laughs> oh, I love those guys. And who are the other guys? The Karaoke Big E. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah. They Karaoke Big E out of this. They're my friends. I've been on their show. You haven't. I listen to that. <laughs> do, I, I do, do I do us justice? I listen to that. You did do us justice. Thank you. You didn't give your CEO a lot of plug. No. Or credit. Because they... Or co-host. They called me. <laughs> yeah, no. Next time. There wasn't... There wasn't... And Kieran approves of this or something. Or oh, my buddy... No, no, no. You're like... Everyone that listens to their karaoke Big E thinks it's just the Turch show. It is the Turch show. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you said it. Now I have a clip of it. I can play it forever. Hey, that's, always that's, shoot yourself in the foot. This is why I'm the CTO. That's, that's going to come back to haunt me. Uh, There's exactly. too much incriminating audio on this podcast yeah it's it's true but the good thing is it's all in fair games and fun jokes and then now last time we talked about the fat acceptance movement which was always a fun movement Mm. uh they don't move much but you know this (laughs) movement (laughs) kieran can you stop dying i'm trying not to it's it's one of those um uh, uh, seasonal obligation coughs bloody season i've been trying to get someone on the show that's into adult baby diapers you're very excited about the adult. I'm just really, really baby interested. Diapers. I'm just really interested in adult baby people that like adult baby diapers. I don't know what it is about them, but something, something just intrigues me about them, right? What? No, no. All right, let's just. I'll put my psych hat on. Yeah. What in? What are you intrigued about the adult baby? Would you wear a diaper Absolutely. for a day, twenty four hours? No. <laughs> Six hours. No, I, I just don't think they'd be comfortable. That's it. The next challenge. The next challenge. <laughs> what? The loser <coughs> has to wear a diaper. For what? A day? Uh, I don't know. Like an hour? We'll work it out. All right. Well, you I'm, think fuck off. I'm not losing that one. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're gonna, we're I take gonna, it back. I take gonna, it back. You're going to think of a challenge then. Um, I can't find Best anyone. Best CEO award. Oh, I'm going to win. You have well, to wear the diaper. Well, I have to be a CEO to compete and I'm not one. So you're the only one. So you're the winner and the loser, which means. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. So, so you've come across this, this sub community. Yeah. But I also, who, but a video came out recently, yeah. not about the adult baby diapers. And I will try my best to get someone on here. Cause I think it'd be interesting to get your perspective on it. Cause mm. I think it's weird and creepy, but I, I'm very fascinated. It's like, a, it's like seeing a, a car crash. Mm. Like, you know, you shouldn't look, but you want to know what happened. But you want to, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's, there's, there's. You, you, you sent me some stuff, and there is a community. Of, there's multiple communities. There's, yeah, multiple communities, and um, oh boy, yeah, uh, no, multiple communities. But this, uh, this, this video here has been making its way around, and I want. I've been wanting to watch it with you. Okay. And I only read the headline. Yeah. And I knew that we had to watch this together. Okay. Haven't watched it. You haven't watched it. No. I'm watching it for the first time. Me too. And this Our video, listeners are watching it for the first time. Well, they'll be listening to it. It'll be very interesting. I'm sure you'll absolutely love it. But let me just give you some context with this. The, this is what I found from it. And the headline for this, Polyamorous Woman 20. Now, define polyamorous. Well, you'll find out as I read the rest of the article. So she's 20 years old, falls pregnant by one of her four partners, and they're going to raise the baby together. All of them. All of them. Okay. Are you ready to watch I'm this ready video? For it. Before we, I've got the video up now. Can you please describe this woman? Um, she's wearing a shirt that says pink, and it is pink. <laughs> she's got glasses. 
She's got hair. Lips. <laughs> black hair. Black glasses. You know what? <laughs> That's I'm just, just... <laughs> I've just done a terrible job, haven't I? Look, she looks like She looks Turch. like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> she looks like Turks oh, without a you. beard. I there don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty, thank you. <laughs> but let's just watch this video. Let's see what's going on in this relationship. And I think if she you, looks like a real Sydney cider. No, uh, I I think more than anything else, she looks like someone who is a feminist. I feel like there's a feminist <laughs> vibe coming off this. Okay. If there was coloured hair. There would definitely be a feminist. Yeah. Thing. Shall we watch the video? Are yeah, you excited? Let, let's watch. All right, here we go. This is Tori. She fell in love with Travis and Ethan and Mark and Chris. Their four-way relationship. <laughs> Did you think all her four boyfriends would look like this? They all look the same. They they look. They all look like they work in IT. They all. <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. Is working wonders for them. The relationship could best be described by. Hang on, pause, pause, pause. <laughs> so they're sitting on the couch. They're sitting on the couch. She fell in love with Chris. I mean, Tori. Alright, pause the there. Oh, they're sitting on the couch. My God, I. Do- <laughs> okay, and she's in the middle, and then she's got two guys on either side. How would you feel? To be the guy on the outer. <laughs> You're not even next but to look her. look at this. Look at this. This, this guy here. You can see the, the, the dweebiest of the guys. He's leaning over the other and guy. He's, he's got the hand here. But this guy here is yeah. in between the two. Yeah. It's like it, ignored. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, he's sort of got his he's sort of got his elbow in her boob. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, but this guy uh, on the other, the other side, he's no just... contact at all. Oh, that's amazing. All right, should we continue? All right. Okay. Yeah. And all of us are spokes on a giant wheel. But not everyone understands the dynamic. I was like, oh, you're kidding, that you're joking. How will this poly relationship cope with a further addition to the family? <laughs> and so who's the father of the baby? This is mine and Travis's room. This is the master bedroom. Um, this is the room that has the bigger bed. Alright, pause. Um, that people will swap in and out of every... Good on her. I can't believe she's got four guys after her. She's got options. Options? They're all living... She's completely... No, this good on her. brainwashing. Good on her, because she's got four guys looking after her. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's true. If it was flipped the other way around, one guy, four girls, we That's would be fine. like, we would be like, well done, bravo. That is oh, amazing. That's a, lot, that's a lot of annoying people. You've got... <laughs> <laughs> this is women we're talking about, Kieran, again. All right. All right but, uh, but this bed, he, did you say this is the only big bed in the house? Yeah, did I hear her correctly say this is mine in something's room? Yeah, let me go back. Let me go back here. Let's see if we can go back there. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, so then this is mine and Travis's room. This is the master bedroom. Travis. Um, this is the room that has the bigger bed um, that people will swap in and out of every night just so that everyone can get equal turns, you know, sharing a bed. While this is like mine wait, and Travis's room, we keep whoa, all of our whoa, stuff whoa, whoa, in here. Whoa. This is mine and Travis's, but then we all flop in and out so we yeah. get equal time. Then how is it Travis's room? I don't understand. You know what? Like, I've got no issue with the polyamorous. I, but I just want to pick at things. I'm trying to figure out the the rotation 
They're all consenting adults. Obviously, yeah, and that's fine. I don't really care. I, just, I still think it's weird. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to understand the rotation system because yeah. there are seven days and four men. Yeah. And if they go... Well, they can't go by week. They've got to go it by every four days. That's really confusing. No, it's not. Because every four days, it's your turn. Okay. Yeah. But, like, you can't just go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then start again. It, do you know what a polyrhythm is? No, but the like firefighters, you- the firefighters do four on, four off. Four on, four off. I'm sure they're not keeping a roster. They've got to be a roster. They're also not getting paid. <laughs> People are rotating in and out. The first polyamorous relationship I had been in was actually with Travis and Ethan. <laughs> Travis was the one who had brought up the idea to me. Okay, so this guy here yeah. fucked himself. Yeah. He just, he's just gone, yeah, 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 we could be in a polyamorous relationship thinking that he could definitely go get some another girlfriend. Mm. And she found someone and brought him into the house. Yeah, he fucked up. Hey, this guy... <laughs> did this guy... Do you reckon they could bring in another girl? I don't think so. There's no way. Yeah. Shall we keep going? Yeah. <laughs> we met back in elementary school. We've been dating for all, about two and a half, almost three years. I've known Ethan since junior high. And we made things official recently, but we've basically been dating for about two years now. The term poly, meaning multiple, often refers to a three-person relationship. But for these guys, it's Tory and... Of course, they're into Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Have four separate lovers. And the next one would be Mark. We met in high school. And then Chris is the newest addition. <laughs> uh, we've been dating since April. The relationship could best be described by having Tori as the hub and all of us are spokes. <laughs> feel to be like second third or fourth all the fucking time <laughs> oh so demoralizing this guy here this i think this is ethan this yeah. one here the second guy that he she put into this relationship this guy is being scammed yeah that's the biggest scam. this guy here i don't think cares i think he's like completely out of it like the first guy the second no, guy... he's been with her so long. Yeah. He gets whatever he wants. Yeah, it's a... He's got a lifetime pass. A... Do you know what I mean? Think of, it, got... think of it like the Qantas Club of Land. I'm putting it out there. That guy there, he doesn't have much option. Many options. No. But it's like a lifetime pass. You know, he can go to the buffet when he wants. Oh, well, she's been going to the buffet for him. It looks like... A giant wheel. Alright, I'm starting with a good card. I have yay. <laughs> yay! Yeah. Are you all quite competitive when it comes to games? Yeah. 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 We have yeah. to try not to be. So is there any one person that tends to win when you play games? Definitely <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Listen, it's not my fault. It is your fault. Also, Actually. I rarely play this game. Jesus Christ, what vitriol. <laughs> Amazing. While this poly quintet are happy to play games with one another, that's as far as play goes for the boys in this relationship. We're not romantic with each other, we're all just connected with her. Although Tori might like it to be another way. 
if they're all more than welcome to have another partner if they so choose, but as of currently, no. Um, honestly, I would love it if somebody found a, a second partner. Who's the you father? Know, Is that what you're worried about? So did you see that? She's yeah. just like, yeah, you, you can all have girls. But she obviously wants to have girls in the bedroom. Yeah. These but guys, they're not, they're not going to get girls. They, they're, they're comfortable. They play four player Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not going out. Time between all five people and making sure everyone feels included is kind of difficult. But there are problems when four men are vying for just one woman's attention. How often do you experience jealousy in the relationship? Regretfully, a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> this guy this guy the whole time you can tell he does not want to be on camera i love this guy oh he's getting he's he's getting he's getting fucked but he ain't getting fucked no that's <laughs> but um thankfully there are a couple of healthy right, ways pause. to deal with hey, it his hands okay listeners he's sitting next to the girl but his hands are clasped in his lap yeah he's then he not- has the guy on the outside reaching under He's, he's like armpit and he, the other guy's hand's on his stomach and yep. the girl's hand is on the other guy's hand and he's just sitting there like, he really needs to be on the outside of the couch. I think he just needs to be out of the house, like out of the relationship yeah. Yeah. altogether. I think this, I feel he could do all right out there. He's not bad. Yeah. If he goes to the gym like twi- once a week, twice a week and decides to go out with different people and have a few beers, he'd be fine. Yep. Primarily just talking to each other. We have a tendency to talk around the moment of, hey, I need some time with Tori, rather than actually <laughs> saying it outright. Yeah. But introvert, introvert, extrovert, extrovert, <laughs> introvert. Yeah. I, I don't, okay. There are no fucking intro, extrovert who, there. Who? Are you telling me? No, no, no. I disagree with this. Are you telling me the woman who has four male partners is an introvert? Is an introvert? I don't think so. I would just say that that person there is not only an extrovert, but also very persuasive mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. Very, very persuasive. <laughs> oh, that puss must be amazing. <laughs> Let's put it out there. Because those tits aren't. I'm telling you now. <laughs> So only two of us are in, are actually any good at open communication. It, it helps if you know the person. Um, an example, seeing her with Ethan. All right, so they didn't know one another before this relationship started. No, it's not like they're all best mates trying to bang one girl. No, and they're just like, "Fuck it, we'll live in a house together for a while because it's cheap rent, and we're all trying to get the same goal." No, no, they're all like. She's introduced all this. Yeah, so they don't so, know each other from a bar of soap. Well, she just said that she met this guy in like primary school and then se- two in secondary school, then one afterwards. Mm. So it's been like a collection over time. Mm. A lot easier because I was friends. Speaking of obligation, imagine going to Christmas. <laughs> With him. Her and Chris was a bit dicier at first there was a lot more jealousy and I'll openly admit that the same goes for Mark because I'd never interacted with them yeah, I'm gonna have to nay that I nay your nay but for me personally yeah I've never been 
with the idea of monogamy, so I've always looked for a polyamorous relationship. So, um, would you ever consider a romantic relationship with each other? I don't really know, to be honest. I guess I'd be, I'm open to it. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> but, but I'm not going to go after it. I know Ethan and I sort of tried back in high school, <laughs> and that kind of flopped really fast. Ah, there was Ethan doesn't want to sit next to the guy! Uh, that guy there tried to grab his dick drunkenly, and nothing. And then it's a the common fun. experience in high school. What sucking each other's dick? No. Just because we went to an all boys school, this is a very different situation. No research shows that guys, heterosexuals, are at some point likely to have had some male to male. You know, I've made out with guys before. You know, you know why? Why free beer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> All of your unicorns are pandas. My turn. And now this five-way relationship is about to be joined by an... Ad- is it really a five-way relationship when it's just one woman with four partners? Because uh, they're not interacting with each other apart from... It's like us hanging That around. is all staged right now. They fucking... I want... I want... No, no. I don't like this. I want, cameras, I want cameras in the corner. I want cameras there for six months. You know what? Six months. You, I want. I want fucking Big Brother. You know That's what, what I want. You know what? You you call me crazy because I want to know. I just want to know this. Some of the thoughts behind someone who's into adult baby diapers. But you want a twenty-four hour camera <laughs> set up, Big Brother star of these five people in one relationship. Yeah. See, who's the real fucking crazy person now? <laughs> no. Traditional member. Alright, and then here we have the nursery. So it's starting to get set up. Hang on, who's paying? Who is paying? We're gonna find out who the father is. Who is. Who do you think the father is? I don't know. So this is gonna be good. We got A, B, C, or D. Yeah, so. Based on the way that they sat. A, B, C, or D. Oh, I was gonna say that, like. I think the guy, the first one, the first one she met. You reckon? Yeah. No, I reckon it's gonna be. I reckon it's. It's a mistake. It's the one that wore the star, like the eight, like the one with oh, the, the Star, star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it's like that guy, because like, I reckon Ethan. It has to be that or Ethan, the guy. That's the guy that was second. Yes. That's the only reason he's staying. Okay. That's more time. So I am currently about 23, 24 weeks pregnant. We found out a couple weeks ago that we're having a girl. <laughs> we're very excited. And so, who's the father of the baby? So Chris is oh. the biological father. Ah, oh, the ranger! You called it. No, I said the guy with the Star Wars thing, oh. Ethan. Oh. it's the only one we didn't say. <laughs> no, okay. That's the newest guy in the relationship. The newest guy, right? Um, we just know that because of timing. <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not even having sex. <laughs> oh. oh God! Oh my God! Hang on! Hang on! Hang on! You know how we said one, two, three, four, then four days off. They rotate. It's more like it's more like, oh, we'll do it once every three months, four months. It doesn't seem like a good. Go find Dweezil. I'll keep the listeners occupied. One second. All right, everyone. We've uh, an emergency has happened. Uh, Turch's dog Dweezil has left the podcast room, and Turch is worried that the Dweezil, the dog, <laughs> is going to piss everywhere. Nah, he's good. He's peeing outside. All right. All right. 
So yeah, so four four blokes, one far. Oh, and they know because of the timing. That's that's why are you there? <laughs> I knew you would love this. Oh, this is why. This is why I wanted cameras. <laughs> but as far as I guess socially goes, we're all raising the baby together, so everyone's dad. No, you're not always going to be together. They'll wake up one day and you're fucked. As soon three as they- of them. Three of them can get the fuck out. Three of them are just gone. Oh, that's not my child. Yeah, I'm out of here. That's it. So Chris, how do you feel about everyone operating the role of dad? It's definitely a little interesting. I mean, I grew up with the idea of, you know, one dad, uh, one mom. But um, there's a lot of support between all of us dads. We always joke about the idea of getting stuck. Did you get a wedding ring on? Did you just say that? No. Oh, yep, that's a wedding ring. Is that a wedding ring? So she's married to one of them? I don't know. I always joke about the idea of getting... Stuck in an endless loop of go ask your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Having an unusual relationship structure has meant they've all received judgment in different forms. Good, good, good. Polyamory is definitely an uncommon thing. A lot of people have grown up in monogamy culture of, you know, you don't really love someone if you have eyes for somebody else. It sucks to have to say, but I probably have more of the negative reaction from friends and family. When I first got into the relationship, um, my friend group was not very supportive of it at all. My family is slowly coming around to the idea. Um, I'd hope so, because you're just about to... You're going to dump a child onto them. Yeah. That's... That's fine. I can't imagine any of our mates coming up to us and just going... But they're not, like... They're not even pals. Like, they they fucking hate each one. They do! You can tell the vitriol between... They, They hate each other. It's oh man. They're sitting there. They hate each other. Oh, I can't believe they. She must have contacted some news organization. Yeah. Whoever this is, BT. I got nothing wrong. Being a polygamous relationship, whatever. Do 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 whatever. Consenting adults, fine. I think she's manipulated. I. She is, or she's being manipulated. No, no, she's manipulating the others. Oh, I absolutely agree. I said that at the beginning. I think. Yeah. Can we continue? The pregnancy has helped with that. <laughs> Alright, read the text messages oh, out. Sorry, yeah. I really wish I really wish you could be excited about this as I am. What? You moving out? No, I was looking forward to telling you each of you so much. She's fucking pregnant. You have to wait to hear about it like everyone else. I've never been dos- Oh my god. <laughs> I've never been so disappointed in you even after everything. Wow, that oh must my. be from that must be from a parent or that a friend. That must be a parent. Most of my friends know all of my partners, and they love us and think that we're cute and such. My family is kind of quiet about their disapproval. The relationship was also met with mixed feelings by Tori's closest relation. I will admit that since I'm. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, this is an interesting question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why isn't there more polygamous relationships than there are in society today? Okay. Uh, I now, don't know. Now, it, it, could it be a cultural... It's a lot of effort. Could it be a cultural thing, right? Like, gay, you know, gay marriage, right? Yeah. Uh, frowned upon and now it's acceptable. Yeah. Right? And the argument there is that consenting adults do whatever you want, right? This, consenting adults do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah. But why isn't there... 
a bigger culture. I, I, I'll put something out there. Maybe, look, I, I, I come from a family of immigrants, of Italian immigrants, and it's one man, one woman, all that yeah. sort of fun stuff. Not that my family doesn't love gays and all that sort of shit. Hell, my, my nonna says, I don't care. But I think it's the, they brought it up. It's like, how, how can you, you know, people see a relationship, a loving relationship, or I guess, you know, when you're in love with someone and so that. That you love, like, being in love is a big, powerful emotion, and it takes mm. it's a big energy, emotional vacuum. And I don't think humans, and I might be wrong, I just don't think humans have enough emotional suck right. for multiple people. See, I look at this, though, and I go, great, you're young, fuck. You know, do that. Yeah. That's great. This part of your life right yeah she wants a baby you know what you just yeah. brought up a really good point right. because obviously like, she's do on it, birth do it, con- do right. it or whatever she's obviously not on birth control yeah because she's pregnant yeah and she's obviously they're not she's just trying to increase her chances but in this case here hmm. right she's obviously if she does want a child she's got four suitors mm-hmm. but she might just say to all of them oh you have to wear protection Except for the one she actually wants to have the child with. Mm. This is a scam. Good call. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we continue. That's why I get paid the big bucks. That's right. That's right. Zero dollars. Older brother that I just have that tendency, I suppose, to. That's, that's the brother. Mm-hmm. Be protective. I wasn't expecting the pregnancy announcement. That one was a little bit of a shocker for me. Um, as... Uh, you know that protective older brother. I was, I was like, oh, you're they're so young. Followers. Yeah. There's a video clip where they were walking. They're all. F- <sighs> you're really enjoying this a lot more than I thought you would. I, I actually, you know what I was thinking? What? You know Louis Thoreau. Yeah. We're the new Louis Thoreau. We should do more of like this sort of stuff. I'm see. I, I that's think... what I want to do, but with adult baby diapers and fairies. But I, I think we should take it to the next level. Video yeah. cameras. Yeah. Documentary. Yeah. We'll get Dan in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm here for make jokes about people on the side. That's yeah. always good. I think I think it'll be a sort of a combination of Seinfeld and Louie. You know, like we'll cut to Dan. <laughs> we'll cut to Dan doing jokes on the stage. <laughs> right. While we do our serious documentary. I I'm actually in for this. You'll go, what the fuck? And then it'll come to me and I'll give my expert opinion. You know, oh they're consulting adults and blah blah blah. Right. I'm not I I just think it's very weird. As a guy I, you know, if, if I, th- you know, personally, and I'm, I'm sure Jess is the same. If they, did, if, if one of us said to each other, let's See, have a polyamorous it, relationship. No, 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 no. But it's sort of like, do you want to have a threesome? Yeah, let's have a threesome. Do you want to have a foursome? Yeah, let's have a foursome. You know what? Why don't we just go away for the weekend or two weeks and we'll all fucking have a great yeah. time. And then they sort of take it a little bit further. It, this is, and it's a little bit like, this is way too far for me. You know, guys, get out. You can do so much better. You're just followers. You're just followers. Well, it's convenience. It, it, it's a, there's a relationship no, of convenience. There's no convenience. They've just been suckered in. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, these guys here are not, I wouldn't say, socially high-ranking men. Correct. Right? Like, you know, I think, like, your people go alpha, beta, and all yeah. that sort of... You know, they're not high-ranking men. Obviously, you know, they, they may be well-educated, but they're not obviously... They're not highly good they, looking. They work. They work in IT, and they sit at the. They and they get told what to do, and yeah, they're very yeah. happy. 
oh, that's it. They, you know, they, they're not overly attractive. They're not physically strong. They're not, you know, they're not assertive. They don't, you know, they don't have gen, general masculine They're not going to start a podcast. Exactly right. right? They're, not, they're not the type you know, of people that are going to go, do, that's not, a brilliant idea. Not, Let's start a podcast. They're not going to do, do a dildo testing competition. They're not going to do a push-up competition. They're not going to go gonna out to an emergency twice on twice. New Year's Eve. That's right. They're not going to be talking to a whole bunch of cool celebrities. They're just going to be in this... I feel like polyamory in general, there's always... like I did watch a, a Louis Thoreau documentary about polyamory in this net, and there was always... in like There was sort of two groups he was talking to, mm. and there was always a loser in the group that yeah. was someone that wasn't gaining anything from it yeah so there was like you know two couples and one and two of the, the like the husband and wife of one couple were meeting up and then the other wife was meeting someone else and the guy hmm. was just like oh yeah i have the option to but i haven't found anyone that i like yet this and that and he just didn't see it's it's sort of it, see this is the thing right it, I look at this and I for this video nothing has shown me it's a relationship. Yeah, no, no, and it, I, I don't care that there's four guys there, but there's nothing in there that says this is a a, a relationship. This is what I was saying, like about the emotional suck. Yeah, aspect. there's nothing like, there. If if I was to show the same amount of love I would show to Jess for an, another girl, I wouldn't have the ability to get close enough to them to show that much. Love and that's why it's like well, it's not convenient just to love Jess. It's it feels right because yeah. it's like oh okay well you know, and it's it's very mutual. But if you're if you one person is sharing all that with four people, you're not going to get the same response and time and effort back that you're putting into the relationship. Yeah, but there's nothing nothing that says it's a relationship. It's like a bunch of friends that fuck one woman. Yeah, but. They don't do it that often. No, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. It sounds like one of them is definitely a winner in that group and yeah. not the others. Shall we continue? Yeah. It's only in the middle. Um, so. I was like, oh, you're kidding. That you're joking. No. <laughs> but now, since then, it's really exciting. Um, I'm very excited to meet my niece. It takes a village to raise a child and all of that. I, I just I feel like the more that. love that you could put in, the better the outcome for the kid can be. Can you imagine going to school? I, I, I like the Indian, because I went there for a wedding, right? And yeah. I like the Indian culture. I really do. The closest adult has discipline responsibility. I was... You know what? That's and what I, I was... I really like that. I was going to go there, because what are you going to go, like, hierarchically, the mother's going to be the top now, yeah. for sure. And then it's going to be, the I guess, the biological dad. And then you've got, like, three other guys... This is like not a full house situation. Under a court of law, All right? If I'm if I'm in that relationship and this kid's coming, and it's not mine. I'm f- fuck if I'm contributing. No, I'm not contributing my money. It's not my responsibility. Uh, Especially if I can go fuck other women. Yeah. What's the point? I was like, I'm out. I'd be out. Uh, yeah. As soon as that child came and it's not mine, I'm out. I would as soon as she said I am pregnant, I'd be like, well, is it mine? No. Well, bye. Yeah. I would have gone. Like, there would have been just two people there. Because I'm sure under a court of law, the, the biological yeah. father... That's it. Yeah. There's nothing else. Yeah. There's a little face picture. Little foot in the middle. Really? Yeah. 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 
despite the judgment, jealousy and jostling for attention, these guys are more than excited to welcome the sixth person into their family. I'm a little partial to us, but I couldn't think of a better family to raise a baby in. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The commentator said they're all bloody excited or whatever about raising a family. Only the biological father said, yeah, this is going to be great. I don't have all the fucking responsibility. I get to share it around. Well, is he still in a polyamorous relationship after the child's been born? Of course, if you're the... I don't know. But of course you're the biological father. You're going to be happy that there's other guys there to help fucking do the work. Yeah, he doesn't have to do, do shit. This is going to be an adventure, so I'm more than ready for it. That was an experience. <laughs> That was an experience. I'm so glad I said. This is why it. I want cameras. I want cameras because I really want to know what's going on. I don't trust this this fancy mumbo jumbo. I'm... You call me a creep. No, <laughs> sign, I don't call you a creep. Scientific evidence is what I want. I'm. I'm scientific I, evidence. I would absolutely. I would love to see some real life interactions because this sounds like this. This. this poly, like I said polyamorous relationships for me. Like the, the Louis Thoreau documentary I watched. The, one of them was like had like one very similar like had two partners three part two two or three partners but one of them she was having a a, a child with mm. right and she's just like oh everyone is equal but he's the father and I want to question them like I questioned a Mormon yeah right did I tell you about this I was in the but city potentially I was in the city yeah for a bucks night or something I was in a suit yeah as well. yeah. yeah. And, I saw and, photos of you yelling at a woman. <laughs> and no, no, I didn't yell. I had a constructive argument, uh-huh. and I was saying things like, "It was." I ended up getting a crowd. I was, I was very happy, and um, <laughs> put your hat down afterwards. Getting changed. Oh, I was great, and I was, I was saying things like, you know, being very passive aggressive, but things like, you know, well, and what, it, and, and how long have you been in the church? And oh, and and they've sent you over here. Okay, that's right. So it's very interesting that they send an uneducated person over to another country to try and persuade other people. But that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll hear you out. Um, and then, you know, he would talk... You are just as weird as me about wanting to talk to weird people. And then he would say something else and I'd be like, well, that's... See, see, that's that's very that's very interesting. See, I think but I'm... I'll disagree with you, Mormon, because blah blah blah. They ended up bringing like the leader or whatever over to like <laughs> the get leader ri- to get to get rid of him, and he's it like, like a bean, did he? This <laughs> American guy was like, "All right, we're done." And I was like, "No, no, 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 we're not done." I was like, "What's with the what's with the underwear?" Underwear? Oh yeah, they do, they wear the long johns, yeah. don't they? Oh, you yeah. know, Christian, uh, Christian scientists don't believe. And I was in... like, "What's with the no sex for this whole two years?" I was like, it's not normal. No, I don't think it is. Like, I, I, I upped the ante, but I really wanted to... I really asked the difficult questions. I think right? as good as the difficult And that's what I want to do with these people. Why? Why are you there? No, and then I'm not going to hear your bullshit because I'm a fucking bullshit it's, detector it's, and I'm going to go deeper. I want to know with those sort of questions, it's less about why... this. It's the understanding of what the... How, why, how the Bible or whatever it was is interpreted... That that's what God actually wanted. Right, we're talking about Mormons or Polys. Oh, in this case, God. But yeah, about you know, just any religion. Like yeah. you know, it's like even Christianity. I always go, well, ha- that passage there. It's like an accounting tech, accounting law. Yeah. You know, is I interpreted a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is right? Well, the law will tell me. 
mm-hmm. you know, when you someone sues me. Until then, I'm compliant. Oh, we should set up. I've got it. I've, I've had a vision. You've had a vision. We will set up the Bible court. The Bible? The Bible court. We're independent. Yeah. And people bring up their cases to us. <laughs> and they need... It's like the law, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they need that passage or that law or that Bible verse... To be appropriately interpreted, yeah, we will be the first Bible court. Okay, the official <laughs> Bible court. Are we doing a spin-off we, show? <laughs> we are going to get so many complaints, and I'm uh, going to love it. All right, well, we'll start it up. We'll do that. Can, you know, if we ever get the Patreon going, we can the do both Bible this, court. <laughs> Bible court. The episodes. Bible court. There we go. We've got something good going on there. We Lock just of- we just generate ideas in this show. Oh, uh, we we do, and then we never follow through. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's we only do one pog taste. We never follow through. That we only do what? <laughs> we only do what did I say? I have no idea. We only do one taste. Uh, I think so. I think we so. only do one pog taste. Here, I'm going to talk about something very important. All right, and that's climate change. Are you talking about Greta? I'm going to talk about a little bit of Greta. Okay. Because uh, Time Magazine decided that. Can you hold that thought? Absolutely. Because I've really got to pee. Go. Just entertain the troops. I will. Don't worry about that. I am going to talk about Greta. That's, that's just one of those things because she did win uh, New York Times Magazine's Person of the Year. Um, she beat all the Hong Kong protesters, which offended me more than it probably should have. Um, I would have thought that Monkey Jones would have won it or something like that because he's really taken down YouTube. Well, Alex Jones probably should have won it. Uh, I did put your nomination up there, Kieran, but uh, obviously they didn't accept it. And uh, Dweezil was up there for a nomination, but uh, they don't accept dogs, which is the reason why we didn't get the dog to win who killed that uh, ISIS terrorist. Also a sad time. Obviously Donald Trump is never going to win it, but, you know, Boris Johnson did win the... uh, 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 He's the new Prime Minister, so that's something I'm pretty fancy there. I could hear you while I was taking a leak. Fantastic. I carry this show. <laughs> you are boring by yourself. I think we could hear the f- toilet flush. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm going to... You were... You were uh, all I heard was Boris and Greta yeah. and Time that's right. she's, and Dweezil. She's on the she's on the, the cover of uh, the magazine, Time magazine. And I thought the Hong Kong protesters should have won. They should have fucking won it, like, out of all the people on Earth. But, you know, they held up too many pictures of Donald Trump with, on top of uh, Sylvester Stallone's body from Rocky. Oh, Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I couldn't believe that was real, but then it was. So I thought to myself, you know what? You are meant to do this research. Who? You. Yeah. I'm compiling my facts. So I'm going to talk about climate change. Okay. And I did some research, and I thought I'd start when it started. Okay. So, in 1798... In 70-diggity-date. <laughs> Thomas Malthus released a book called An Essay on the Principle of Overpopulation, stating that eventually, in the future, there will be too many people on Earth to sustain it. And he stated that birth control, hunger... War and celibacy would all help in keeping the population at a comfortable level. Please note, in 1798, the population was under a billion people. <laughs> we are currently at 7.5. 
Obviously not true. I don't even know that beeping is. Yeah, there's a beeping sound. That's right. But in 1894, some more climate change happened. Hang on, 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 hang on. That, that first 17 isn't climate change. That is someone's... All right, a few things. You've <laughs> got to take it from the lens, right? That beeping sound. Anyway, you've got to take it from the lens of that, at that time, what technology and what could they infer. Uh-huh. Right, so you can't uh, say they, you can't say that they didn't know any better if they didn't have the tools to infer differently. Oh, really? Okay, that's right? cool. But uh-huh. because we're really? <laughs> because we're far more advanced, right? We get to throw out those ideas uh, as well. Oh, okay, that's good. So in 1984, yeah. Uh, sorry, 1894. I'm yeah. dyslexic and special. Something called uh, the great, um, the great horse crisis, great manure crisis <laughs> happened. <laughs> There were so many horses on earth yeah. being used for transport that were pooing out about 35 pounds, which is 15 to 20 kilos of poo per day, mm-hmm. with 100,000 horses in New York City alone mm-hmm. that were producing 2.5 million pounds of poo in New York City per day. Yeah. And it was predicted that in 20 years, New York City would be nothing but poo. Mm-hmm. And end of civilization would occur. (laughs) (laughs) And funnily enough, the problem was solved by cars. Was solved by cars. But they said after 20 years. Now, look, I've listened to a couple of Greta speeches. I listened to a whole bunch of stuff about climate change. But every time I hear something about climate change, I just go back to the manure thing. <laughs> I think to myself, yeah, that's that's pretty cool and all that sort of stuff. But you like no one in the in like the seventeen hundreds or eighteen hundreds or you know, early eighteen hundreds stuff like that realized that the industrial revolution would occur. Mm. No one in the nineteen like, you know, you think of the nineteen forties, by the nineteen fifties, you like they were scared of nuclear weapons in the nineteen forties. In 1950s, you could buy a device for your house that nu- used nuclear rays to heat up food. And we still use it today. It's called the microwave. The microwave. I, no, I've said this and in the past. all of these things... I've said this in the past. ...have benefited humans. And all these things have done really well. And we're coming up to the thing of, like, of better ways of producing electricity. Oh, I've, I've said this. Tech... The... the there is... We may differ on this. Yeah, okay. Right? I, I do believe in this thing called climate change. Yeah. Right? And that... Which has been rebranded. Right. It's gone from... No, it was global population warming. Yeah, to global warming. To the great manure crisis. Yeah. To global cooling initially. Yeah. To global warming. warming yeah. To now climate change. Yeah. Completely different things all under the uh, same banner. Whatever. Uh, they're all talking about the same thing. I know, but that's the issue. This is like, remember we were talking about the LGBTQIAPs? You keep putting things into the party. Suddenly it's a shit show. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the manure. No, but t- technology yeah. will solve the problem. And this, the, the Greta said, in 20 years, we're all going to be dead. And, and uh, um, AOC, the, the candidate... I said, in 10 years, we're going to be dead. And all these people, all these predictions, all these models and this and that, and they all say with like 10 to 15 to 20 years, 
we're going to be dead. 15 years ago, we said we're going to run out of oil, and suddenly we invented fracking. Hmm. You know, and all this was that. And suddenly we have an abundance, like, not an abundance of oil, but enough oil to last us another 50, 60, 70 years. Yeah. All this, this, well, is, this well, is where, this is actually where I think but it, the, it, but it, the role of government. Just say the fuck out of it. Pretty much. That's what I was because, about to say. Because all government, these inventions. Government will, will fuck over, but government can um, work in, in the policy space yeah. to support business and inventions and innovation, mm. right? Uh, but the only way you can support businesses is by st- by stop taxing them to a very high degree and stop taxing them and incentivizing and, people and to, to buy these The things. government could say we're going nuclear. Well, nuclear is always the, the like we have the technology now yeah. to implement it. If we and, went nuclear, and to make it safe. It's very safe, very very. But safe. that's a government policy. Well, like, yeah, that's a government switch, and the government can play a role in that. Yeah, well, the Liberal Democrats are doing that in, in Australia. Hmm. That's, that's something that they're really pushing for, and I'm happy about that. But. This is the thing. All these people that are talking about climate change, and if you watch a video from like 1980s, you can see a little girl, very similar to what Greta's doing now, saying pretty much the same spiel. In 20 years, we need to watch out, all these plastics and the oceans and all that sort of fun stuff. And then Al Gore comes out, tr- claims to invent the internet, and then does the inconvenient truth, and is like, oh, in 10 years, the, the, the ice cups are going to melt. And then like 20 years later, he comes back and goes, Oh, the ice cups are going to melt in another 20 years. I'll put something out very interesting. Vietnam, Halong Bay, 2012-13, whenever I went there the first time. Mm. Fucking polluted. Yeah. Polluted. Yeah. And and to me, I go, that's a real shame. Why is there all this pollution in the ocean? Yeah. Like, uh, and I look at this from an environment policy and go, this needs to stop. Well, a lot of tourists came. Mm. A lot of tourists said, this is not acceptable. What did the government do? Hmm. Cleaned it up. That's fine. And actually, but the, the, it was actually not the government; it was the business. Yeah, that actually drove that because they realised the that tourism they, that tourism was going to create more money. Money, and then the government exactly helped support right. That. And the government played their role exactly, right. and that's the role of the government should be. Every time they talk about global warming policies or whatever climate change policies, it's always that we're going to tax them a little bit more and put it towards some. Of this is why Jeremy Corbyn lost. This is why Jeremy Corbyn lost. You're absolutely His right. His taxes were too high, too prescriptive. It should be a free market. I've talked about tax many times <laughs> on this. But, yeah, I'd, look, we've heard this rhetoric so many times from, from you know, overpopulation to too much poo to, to, you know, to, you know, global cooling, global warming, all that sort of stuff. It's now called climate change, which I think is a fantastic branding tool. Look, not that it doesn't exist. I just think the solutions that are being trying to be pushed by people who have no background in either finance, how the world works, or in engineering. Like, you know, there's people that are trying to stop the engineering, conf- like the mining yeah. engineering conference. And it's like, we're here for sustainability. That's what the conference is about. They can, we can take some in to show them what we're trying to do. But, you know, without us... Their telephones, oh, uh, their cars, their everything that they love about their their life will not exist. <laughs> well, they're they're unless they're not using it, they're 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 hypocrites. Yeah, this is, this is the thing. This is where this is, and I've said this before. This is where they actually need to solve the 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 actual the actual problems, mm. right? The like, um, how could you get more people 
in an Australian country to get solar panels on their roof. Well, you can't, and I'll t- and solar panels on roofs don't work, and I can right. I can tell you exactly but why. It, but it's not. But it's not even that. Like it's not even that. That might be a. That but might you can't. Be a solution. Like a, you can't then, retrofit. Then, this but, is the thing. You can't. Re- you can't incentivize people to retrofit solar panels on roofs. Let's just say the subsidy is a thousand dollars. Government will give you a thousand bucks back. People yeah. just charge two thousand instead of charging two thousand, charge three thousand dollars, have them installed. But then by the time that they actually pay themselves off, by the time you do all the you know the manufacturing, the installation, the paying this and that, they need to be replaced after five to ten years. It's a mate, and then the maintenance in between. So then this is just one of those things, where, right? Where maybe maybe on new that's, buildings it works fine. Yeah, maybe that's a solution. Maybe it's new buildings. Maybe they need to be farms. Yeah. But how can we see? This is where I go. How can the government support someone who goes? You know what? I'm going to build a solar farm and power the electricity grid. But they get a p- cash back from the private companies who own, like you know, like AGL for instance. Yeah. If you've got a solar grid and you're putting it back in, you get a refund. No, I'm talking about private. I'm talking about a big business that, that wants to credit. Pro- that is, yeah. But if yeah. you're like, if you're I'm talking about stuff, like like an electricity company yeah. that says we're just going to have solar, solar. We're going to have all this land, and we're going to just have solar panels. But you'll never get that because at the end of the day, the the companies don't want to own land. Then you've got the maintenance, and then you've got on top of all that, you've got land taxes. Ah, but then this is where this is where you try and work on the problems, and this is where government can say we're going to reduce land tax for someone who's going to do this venture. And then you're going to go anyone that does these ventures gets land tax reduced, and then everyone else goes, why aren't you reducing it for people who own houses? We're trying to get more people into houses. Yeah, that's, that's a politics. Effect. That's politics. Yeah, and again, all you should do is go great. Everyone gets no land tax. But people want... Why do I have to pay tax on a piece of land that I've already purchased? That's my tax. Why am I paying tax on land that I own? At the end of the day, people Ah. people want electricity. Yeah. They don't really care where it comes from. Most people don't. Um, I would say 99% of the people don't. Yeah. They just want want electricity (coughs) and they want electricity work. And I think Boeing, the, the airline company, yeah, right, is probably doing more to reduce emissions in their industry... Yeah, because they're trying every. They brought the seven eight seven Dreamliner, thirty percent fuel fuel yeah. reduction. Yeah, every year they improve their yeah. fuel reduction by about one or two percent. Yeah, uh, but but those industry driving it. But, but but that for them is a cost saving. This is the thing. A business goes. You know what? It might be less fuel efficient. It might be if more fuel efficient, might be less CO two. But that's like a, a secondary thing. You know, because they go. If I'm using thirty percent less fuel to do X, Y, Z, that's like thirty percent less cost in that area of the business. Oh, it, it's I, I totally get that right, but but it, that's and it's that's, tied to think, it's, that's what people are thinking about. It's tied to economics. I know I totally get that, but that's that's really exciting. The um the the fossil fuels, right? They through their technology, they are making improvements. And I don't think people are seeing that. I think that's the most that's the scariest thing. And I, I actually think the coal companies are going to get caught out in the next decade or, or two decades because I think at some point nuclear is going to come online. Uh, there's going to be more to do with wind farms. There's going to be more to do with solar coming into the grid. Wind farms aren't... Right. No, regardless, yeah. regardless of all the things you're thinking about... This is a ten to twenty year thing. the The market will sort itself out. People will figure out how to solve these problems, 
and they will figure out how to run a company that is profitable. The solution that has there, shareholders. No, 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 this is the same. Like the electric car was pushed out years ago, like like in the fifties, because and they people go, oh, it's a conspiracy because they, you know coal companies or petrol. No, no, no. It's because they just weren't at the standard that they could get, you know, and the ability to mass produce them the way that you could produce. But a uh, petrol car. But solar, like it's it's like tech IT, right? Yeah. It the capacity of chips or memory or anything like that doubles every eighteen months. Yeah. Right. The same thing is happening with like solar panels. Yeah. Um, and the like this this technology, it's going to get to a point where they're going to be so efficient and so scalable, right, that they will come in and flood the market. But but it needs the industry to say this is what we've got and it's the same thing for you know phones used to not have apps the first iphone did not have apps and the people said found another phone with an app item on there to this is what we want and apple said yeah well, okay but we'll make it better yeah but and they sold more things but the, the market's going to drive got- it but you, you've just the most important thing you've said like you know we've got the market's got to drive market's got to drive it. you've just said no one really cares where the electricity comes from. And there's no, there, that's the hardest sell. No one but no one cared right. Well, people cared with their phones, but no one really no one really cared. Someone's gonna come in and disrupt disrupt the market. The fossil fuel industry, right? The coal power is and this is this is where, you know, with people with climate change, we're gonna have less of that in the future because someone will figure out how they can scale it. Um, like scale it enormously and disrupt the market. I I don't think a technology. I don't know what that is, and I don't yeah. know how that's going to happen, but it will happen. And this markets is... markets at there's it's all to do with timing, right? And that timing has a big has a big factor of when this happens. And and a lot of people. So you take Uber, right? Yeah. Uber was not the first company that came up with that idea. No, but it's the marketability. There was a number of other companies, but at some point, and people go, yeah, that's a really great idea and might have invested, but it failed and it failed and it failed. And at some point, you know, Uber had timing. Like they just had timing at the right. PayPal is another really good example. Yeah, PayPal, yeah. PayPal got in at the right time before regulations changed, before the things happened and they just flooded, they just flooded that market. Yeah. Um, and I think simply because you've said it's about timing, marketability, and all those things, I think that the scare tactics currently being used in regards to climate change make me think that this is just a political scam happening. The ability to tax us in a on a higher way, hmm. and and that's and that's it. At the end of the day, that all of these reasons, like we've talked about, like you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Technology's grown. We've been able to be more efficient. We're doing this. We're actually, you know, uh, most first world countries are using less, uh, putting out less carbon emissions. The only countries that aren't are like China, and no one's going after China, and no one's going after like Brazil. I this is, and this is where I think the government has to no. support. No, no, no. The government has to support industry and innovation. Yeah, in their country. Like stuff like the United Nations, which is what that Greta chick has yeah. been talking at. I don't want a giant conglomerate of people that were not part of Australia 
telling Australians how they should do electricity when we are not the the one of the we, we, not, not even the top 10 not in the top 50 causes I don't think of, of carbon emissions when China is doing you know just like the US military is the biggest in the world and you got to add up like the like, like next six like China's the same well the actual the actual industry actually just interesting thing is the, the developing countries I actually think we should be trying to figure out how to be more innovative with electricity and technology for the developing countries. I agree. Until you so get to that, the point... That, so they've got the actual opportunity to have the opportunities that we have. I think you get to the point of where it's so much cheaper to implement what we already have in those countries to give them a start mm. rather than try to give them new technology that is still developing and even in our country, which we haven't even in, we've put implemented in ours to uh, see if but it I'll works. But I'll take this right. Somalia. Do you know how most people pay in Somalia? Uh, I would take probably gold bullion <laughs> they use their phones yeah there you go hardly anyone has cash yeah they actually have a somalia has a better banking system of transferring money to one another through their phones and i still and than I, we do here in australia second, no, no, no. See, and i i think that the fact that they have no cash is a real worry no i think they've solved the corruption of, of basically this whole cash thing with industry coming in and having a having this app. No, having having no cash and having a giant government run cartel. When did we become very political on the show? A- this was a great episode. <laughs> and now we've just gone, ah. Uh. No, unless it's a third party independent thing like Bitcoin that they're paying people with, hmm. that the government can't track or anything like that. Having a government cartel banking system like Australia does or US does and all that sort of stuff, having control of your money that's only available on your phone without any other resource to use as it's a It's fucking amazing. Tool. You should go to Somalia and you I'm should... not going to fucking Somalia. You cannot <laughs> sell me on a good way of doing banking <laughs> in the place where they literally have pirates. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's on the coast. Well, yeah. I, I Around the corner. I don't see many. I don't it's see called many. Somaliland. Oh, Somaliland is... A little bit different to Somalia. That is going to be the worst theme park anyone can ever <laughs> fucking go to. And with that, people, I think we're going to wrap it up. We've frustrated all the greenies <laughs> that listen to us, all the non-greenies. The polyamorous people. The polyamorous. The, the, I don't know. We better get some death threats next week. Uh, we I'm sorry do. for going political, everyone. Uh, well, you You've know. probably just gone, what the fuck is I this? I just wanted to talk about the manure thing. Really, that's all I wanted to talk about. And for all your wanky needs, lovely people out there, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Facebook. I don't think iTunes is a thing anymore. Uh, yeah, who uses iTunes? Yeah, who knows? But definitely Spotify. That's the cool one. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, or tell us to never talk about politics again, <laughs> record it on your phone and email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you so much for another fantastic episode. We'll have a separate uh, podcast. It's called Kieran and Turch Do Politics. It- and that would that you know what we don't get too many listens on this ep- on this show we should gonna get no <laughs> listens on the next one and with that we love you lovely people we will see you next Thursday. <laughs>
I think so. Look at Turch. Uh, look at uh, Dweezil. Oh, he's a Turch. <laughs> look at Dweezil Turcharelli. Out. What a boy. What a boy. I've got to do the biggest fart. Hang on a second. I'll see if I can record it. All right. Hang on. It's it's building, but it ain't it ain't ready just yet. So this this will be a bit of a forced one. This is for you, Alice. Go. Oh. <laughs> I think China could fucking hear that one. <laughs>